Hey there, I'm Eric J. Olson. And I'm Kevin Daisy. You're listening to the Managing Partners Podcast, where we interview top lawyers about how they're growing their firms. Hey, everybody. It is Eric J. Olson. Why am I coming at you live? I'm coming at you live because I have another amazing guest for the Managing Partners Podcast. If you're not familiar with the Managing Partners Podcast, it's where we interview America's top lawyers to find out what they're doing to grow their firms and to keep their case pipelines full. So here at Array Digital, we work with a lot of law firms on their digital marketing, and they all have the same need. How do I get cases? And that's why we invite these guests on. And today is no different. I have Sean Flaherty. Hey, Sean, how you doing? Hey, Eric, how are you? Very good. good. I appreciate you making the time. Oh, thank you. Thanks. I'm, I'm so happy to be a guest here today. Cool. Let me uh, tell the audience a little bit about you, and then sure. we'll get to talking. So Sean joined Catches Law Group, PC, in 2004 with a background in the construction industry. He is a former member of the Local 7 Steel and Iron Workers Union. Sean represents injured workers in all phases of workers' compensation litigation. He also handles Social Security disability claims, as well as cases involving employment discrimination, sexual harassment, and wrongful termination. Once again, thanks for being on the show. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it, Eric. So uh, interestingly, I have a background in construction as well. I did a little bit of construction in high school, and then I decided to go for my undergrad degree at Virginia Tech in civil engineering. Sure. And I did that for about five or six years as a construction project manager. Sure. Absolutely. So that, that's a good background. It, it's interesting how uh, a lot of people that I bump into have that that kind of construction background, and then they go on to do you know some other profession. Sounds like you're the same way. You can learn a lot by somebody by the jobs, not that they have currently, but the jobs that they used to have, right? There you go. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, cool. But besides what's in the bio, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your firm and the kinds of clients that you work with? Sure. So I suppose I, I really, sometimes when I read that bio, I, I probably need to update it because I don't necessarily do all the things that I used to do. Our firm is a, a firm that uh, started in 1986. We had some, and still have some great leaders and some still f the, the founding fathers, if you will, that uh, have been around since 1986 at the firm and into the uh, late 80s and early 90s. And they're the real foundation of the law firm. The law firm was founded outside of Boston, Massachusetts, in a small town, uh, city, Taunton, Massachusetts, and really catered to union workers, injured union workers that were, you know, injured in the course and scope of their employment, and then handling all of the aspects that kind of came out of that, whether it be workers' compensation, potential tort action, employment action, Social Security, and so forth. When the firm started, it was two lawyers, and then it's just kind of steadily grown to the point where we now have close to 50 lawyers and we're in multiple locations and uh, we continue to grow and we continue to uh, thrive considering um, all the uh, craziness that's gone on over the last 18 months with regards to COVID. Yeah. Yeah. How, how has that impacted the business? Did you see a hit when COVID came along or, I mean, if you're, if you're working with a lot of construction cases, I'm guessing that was pretty steady for most of it. 
It was. I mean, there, there's been a lot of hurting that's gone on in, overall throughout the United States. Certainly Massachusetts wasn't void of that. And, you know, I have a couple of roles, you know, outside of the law firm and so forth in different in different areas. And those industries were pretty hard hit. But I'd be complaining only to complain if I said that law firm took a massive hit. We really didn't. We had a lot of stuff still ongoing. It was difficult to get access to justice. It was difficult to get into court. It was difficult to probably fill the pipeline as fast as it was before and, and is now. But we kept steady. We kept on it. And, you know, we have a gr- group of great leaders here, great managers that I work with every day. Uh, and again, great founding partners that are still around and here and doing wonderful things. And we kept the lights on and we kind of kept pushing forward. So case wise, we did all right. Yeah. Well, you guys have been around since 1986, 35 years. I mean, that is impressive. Certainly the firm itself and the founders have seen a lot. I'm sure there's been a lot of changes over time. Very impressed. You know, you you mentioned that you had a lot of things going on when the pandemic started. I'm guessing you're talking about actual cases, but you've also mentioned, you know, keeping that pipeline full. What are some different ways that you go about getting new clients? That's an interesting question, Eric. It's something that we're, we're constantly working on. I mean, Part of our firm is really directly related to consistently making sure that we are, we're obtaining new clients. It's just that simple. So how everything that you could imagine from billboards to radio ads, to sponsorships with the New England Patriots, the Boston Bruins, the Boston Red Sox, aligning ourselves with the players on the field and the, the different organizations there, different civic community groups, digital marketing, internet marketing, everything from Facebook to Instagram. I mean, we kind of run the gamut with with regards to all of the different YouTube videos, you know, every darn thing you can think of. We're probably active in some form or fashion. Yeah, that's really interesting. I mean, certainly you want to be everywhere and it sounds like you are largely, and especially with the affiliation with the baseball players and the team and billboards. Have you I think some managing partners and just business owners in general, they they shy away from doing those kinds of like uh, brand awareness campaigns, if you will, like billboards, uh, because they may not drive a lot of phone calls or like a sponsorship of like, you know, the local baseball team, whether it's major leagues or or not. Sure. Um, but how do you feel that that has affected your overall deal flow? Yeah, it absolutely has affected us in tremendous and wonderful ways. There's no doubt about it. I think one of the things that needs to be recognized is that when you enter into a billboard contract or you enter into a contract with the Patriots or the Red Sox or any or any whatever market you're in, if it's the the Florida Marlins or the you know Kansas City Chiefs or whatever it is that you're working on, there's some research that you need to do ahead of time, obviously. And you, you know, the number one thing is is If this goes well, my end users, the people I want to drive into my law firm, are they using this product as well, right? Are they interested in what the Kansas City Chiefs are doing or what the, you know, in this area, the New England Patriots or the Boston Bruins are doing? It may not be what's exactly right in your jurisdiction. There are jurisdictions in this country where we work as well, where quite honestly, the pro team in that town is just not, you know, what the college team is. If you're in Alabama, they don't have a pro football team, but if they did, they'd still be second fiddle to Nick Saban and, you know, the Crimson Tide. And if, so you you need to know your market and you need to know where the people you care about touching and reaching, where they're spending their dollars and their time. 
here it's the Bruins, the Patriots, the Red Sox that for our demographic. That's a really good point though. You want to be where your demographic, your ideal prospects are, right? That's exactly right. And that touches upon what you just said about the billboards. I personally likely wouldn't contact a lawyer from seeing their billboard. And that's a big hurdle for lawyers to get across is that most likely a billboard isn't how I'm going to find what I'm looking for in the legal field. But I'm not my prospective client and they do look to the billboard. So you need to meet your client and you'll probably, if you're, I talk for any length of time, I say this all the time, but we need to meet our clients where they need to be met and not where you perceive they need to be met, but where they actually need to be met. That's where you need to be. Yeah. Great point. Yeah. And as a digital marketer, I'm, I'm definitely biased towards digital and the internet, but there's a place in the world for sure for these kinds of traditional advertising opportunities. And you know, one of the things that we've definitely seen here firsthand is that if there's a billboard or a TV commercial or a radio commercial or something like that, it creates that brand awareness. And then when the person, you know, I believe that when people are looking for a service, they, they go to the internet, they go to Google. And, but when they see the results, they recognize the names and it, it kind of snaps back. Oh yeah. You know, that, that image of the billboard or Absolutely. the messaging that they've been hearing for years, it snaps right into their mind. Like, yeah, that's who I want to call. That's right. That's exactly right. There's no doubt that that is actually what occurs. That's right. And certainly listen, digital is, you know, foremost in front. Digital is key to any business at this point in time. And, you know, the great part about digital is a, you can, truly monetize and realize exactly what's going on. B, that is a potential client that is explicitly looking for you. I mean, we're on we're on billboards all over the state and on, throughout New England and so forth. And we're hitting 800,000, a million, million two, you know, eyeballs on a daily basis. But the vast majority of those people aren't looking for us. They're just unfortunate enough to have to see, you know, my ugly face on, on the billboard, right? When a client is actually looking for you, that's where the service you can provide, Eric, is so necessary. If a client is actually looking for the divorce attorney in Blacksburg, Virginia, you need to be there because if you're not there, somebody's taking your spot and they're taking your client. Hey there, this is Eric J. Olson, the CEO of Array Law. If you're ready to work with a world-class digital marketing company, reach out. You can find us online at ArrayLaw.com or call us at any time, 757-333-3021. Yeah, and that's why Google's been so successful, right? I mean, you you want to be front and center, it's going to cost you. That's Uh, right. And and, and Google does, they they do a pretty good business, that's for sure. (laughs) I think they're going to do all right. Now, you do a lot of uh, personal injury work? We do. So uh, we're the largest personal injury firm in Massachusetts. We handle all types and everything. We have trial first, you know, law firm. We just had a verdict two weeks ago for $46 million. Wow. We had one three weeks before that for $11 million. So we try cases and we have just great lawyers. That that really really, incredibly impressive. Yeah, really is. Next week, we start two trials. At any given moment, we've, we're trying, you know, as many or more cases than, than any firm in New England. 
um, it, on the civil side, not in criminal or probate or things that we don't handle. So uh, between when someone reaches out to you, when they become a client, there's sure. this nurturing period, this period of time, what are some tools that you use to, you know, number one, keep track of them? Number two, remind uh, yourself or your staff that you need to reach out to them and kind of nurture them? And, and, and how long is that nurturing period usually for you? So it's a good question. We try to make that nurturing period as slim and small as possible. Our goal is from the, the, the moment the person reaches out to us to answer A, our goal is to answer that phone live at that moment, which again, we talk about everything you hear me, let me just preface everything you hear me talk about here today um, or ever isn't done by me or without the work of so many people, you know, and I have just remarkable, remarkable people that work non-lawyers and lawyers, but that work with me and beside me every single day. In that particular instance, there's basically a um, portion of the firm that's dedicated through our intake office and through our phone service where we should be answering that phone call live coming in. And if it's not, that's kind of a problem. But if it is, and that's typically what's done, we try to get it immediately into intake and then into sign up. And so it really should be a matter of minutes, not a matter of days. Yeah. Um, wow. Are signing things up. And then they come in, you're, you're scheduling an appointment, I'm guessing, a consultation. Yeah. So what will happen is that case will get, move its way through the, you know, through the conveyor belt, if you will. And it's going to end up on the desk or in the email box of, a, of one of our wonderful lawyers. And from that point, forward that will be that person's primary point of contact would be that lawyer and that lawyer's staff that will be working with them and they're off and running and a lot of my lawyers love to meet with people in the office a lot of them like to go to their homes a lot of them like to you know set up days where they have office hours and they come in you know yeah. on a regular basis and it's really up to them i don't i try not to micromanage exactly how they handle you know dealing with people as much as um I like to micromanage, you know, the process of, are we doing it? Yeah. How they do it is really up to them. Just the fact is, are we doing, are we getting oh, that's it? Nice. I like that. But I'm, I'm also guessing you have some systems in place, like the intake system that's standardized for everybody. What, sure. what systems do you use? So our intake is done all through our software, which is also our case management software. So it's called Litify. It's a, uh, we were with needles. Needles had some shortcomings. Hey, listen, all things have shortcomings in life. That's right. Um, and so we were with Captura, which is a intake software, and we were feeding that into needles for the intake. We now have uh, Litify intake and then Litify as our case management. All integrated. Very nice. It's all integrated. It allows texting and, you know, obviously automatic emails all through through the Litify software. So we're able to text, hear back directly from clients and so forth. That's very nice. Yeah, the texting capability is really, really good. Yeah, a good response rate from texting. Uh, last stat I saw was 95% of text messages are seen within three minutes. Yes. And then it goes up to 99%, which is unheard of for something like email or even phone calls. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, just think about your own life. You know, I'm married. I have, you know, three beautiful children, what have you. It's, they're always on their devices. They're always on their phones. They're, you know, people are, don't go, exactly. They don't go anywhere yeah. without yeah. You, you don't go anywhere without it ever. And you're consistently connected to whatever it is that you're, you're looking for. So you have to meet people where they want to be met. And the average consumer in, you know, September of 2021 wants to be met, you know, via text message yeah. for a first point of contact.
Yeah, you're absolutely right. No, I love yeah. it. So as far as your, your digital marketing goes, or just marketing in general, what is one thing that is working especially well for you these days? And maybe what, what is one thing that hasn't worked well that you've kind of ditched? That's a good question. One thing that's worked very well with digital marketing, Google has worked very, very well. It, you know, pay-per-click, SEO, it's, it works very well. It, it just does. There's no doubt about it. I, I know that's somewhat broad. Listen, we've done Facebook. It's worked pretty well for certain things. We've done Instagram. We've done a variety of different uh, social media platforms and so forth. But Google right now is number one. There's just no, there's no doubt about it. What have we done that hasn't worked well? I feel like all I do it doesn't really work well. It's probably a laundry, <laughs> a, a laundry, a laundry list. And how, um, how about like buses? Do those still work or like uh, taxi cabs and all that? You know, we don't have any buses or taxi cabs. I would assume that they would work still. People talk about, you know, the Uber wraps, those cars that the, the cars that are wrapped where like they have their own insignia and so forth. I definitely have people that are in the same space in New England area that do that, do that, that wrap and they're very successful firms. So I can only assume that that's working for them. It must be. I don't know. Yeah. I know what's not working is doing nothing. Yeah, great point. <laughs> right? Like I often say this to my kids, to the lawyers that, that work here with me, nothing will always not work. You'll certainly not going to win doing nothing. Very strong point. You know, uh, some of the managing partners that we speak with are just starting their firm. And the thing that we hear constantly is referrals. And I think referrals are amazing. They're the best kind of lead that you want, very high trust coming into your organization. And you should always, always, always try to get referrals. But a lot of people don't even ask for them. You know, they're hoping for a referral, but it's very difficult to scale. If I was a happy client of yours, I may not even have an opportunity to refer you to a friend or family member because they never got in that situation. And so yeah, you have to do something, right? And you can't just sit around and wait for the phone to ring. Right. You sitting on your hands and hoping is just not a good plan, right? You can't do that. And I, when we, when we speak here, it's like, you know, find something you're comfortable with and stick to it, right? If you're one of the lawyers that, that works here and not everybody's comfortable in every realm and in every situation, and that's okay, but you have to find something that, that you're comfortable, whether it's blogging or you know, chatting or, you know, writing letters, actual handwritten letters. People have had great success doing that here. Amazing, right? Not how I would choose to do things. Speaking engagements. There's so many different ways for you to get out and get your message across, but it starts with actually doing it. Great message. I think we're going to end on that. I know we're running up against time. I appreciate your time. If someone would like to reach out to you and ask you questions, or maybe they have a case that they can refer to you, sure. what is a good way to get in touch with you? Would love that. If you want to contact me at sflaherty at catcheslaw.com, and it's catches, K-E-C-H-E-S law.com, sflaherty at catcheslaw.com, or you can call me at 508 508- 822-2000. And I'm always available, always here to help. Would love to speak to any other partner, managing partner, young lawyer, old lawyer, anything. You know, I love what I do and I, lo- I love being able to help people. So please give me a call. Awesome, Sean. Yeah. All right, everybody. If you want to grow your law firm, you should take Sean's advice. You need to go to where your ideal clients hang out, 
right? And you need to get your message out there. If you'd like to listen to or watch more videos like this with Managing Partners, we're over 100 interviews now. You can go to arraylaw.com slash podcast. And if you're looking for improving your law firm digital marketing, you can check out my company, Array Digital at arraylaw.com. We provide services like websites, SEO, online ads, and social media to law firms just like yours. All right, Sean, appreciate it. Thank you. Have a great day.